Live here on the podcastle. You know, look like, what happened. It's all mental. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Well, he doesn't defecate, according to North Korean. They say that the <laughs> what is it, the supreme ruler, yeah. supreme leader. He doesn't supreme. He, emperor, yeah, he yeah, doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't go to the bathroom. Is really what the news says. I'm not no. joking. No, ready. Google here's it. here's the truth about him and his bowel movements. He has his own personal toilet that he travels with because they don't want other countries taking his feces out of our plumbing oh. and, like, dissecting it. That's true. <laughs> it's all fascist. That is so fascist. Right. I he will be the first president. Now, now, look. Right now, you're listening to a quality program. Tweet us at the podcast, let the underscore podcast. I'm curious to get your dick on it. Tell us to shut the fuck up. John, 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 John. Matt. Oh my gosh. I admire admire your garlic salt. Tweet us. Snap us. Matt. The underscore podcastle. At nerd.35. No. Two people doing this podcast. Oh my gosh. Tweet us at the podcast, let the underscore podcast. Oh my gosh. It's like fucking bonkers. Oh my gosh. Congrats. Just made it, man. New balls are sinking in. I was itching to do a show. I could have left at 4 or 30. Oh my gosh. You just uh, caught me as I shoved a peanut butter cracker down my throat. Let me get this. Let me let this cat out of this room. Mary, you want to go out? So the question that the world has oh tonight is the 76ers, WTF. You know, I... Zach uh, DeMondo. Trust the process. I think Trust after game one, sad. I was like, we could easily go down two games to none and uh, heading back into Philly. Yeah. Because Boston, man, you just have to be red hot the whole game long, and that's just hard to do for a, a new young team. Right. Yeah. No. The, the fact the fact that they're still a little green, little uh, little little feathers are still plucking through. They're still yellow. Uh, it's tough to do that, especially with Boston. Still, I mean, still tender. Nobody on the Sixers still came out hairless. and said they're still um they're still ginger, still, still ginger like. They're still uh still developing, still soft spots. Um, you got to watch the soft spot. Don't jostle them too much. Okay, because they're still developing this team. Don't jostle them they're like a little baby. Right. Uh, but nobody on the Sixers came out and said, flat out just said, hey, Boston, we want you to beat us. Instead, they tuned to the podcast at podbean.com and said, Twitch! Snap us! Get us get a school podcast. Well, Nerd. Nerd.35. Uh, Did we get any snaps on Nerd.35? I, I like think our... so. I get a lot, but I, yeah, just, right. I don't respond to any of them. Right. Well, I do, but in, it takes forever. It takes forever for me to get back to people on Snapchat because, I mean, we've yeah. been down this fucking river. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Facebook, Messenger. It's too much. It's too much. It's such a chore. You almost need, like, an admin to, like, take yeah. care of all this. A personal assistant to keep my apps all updated so people don't think I'm a jerk for not responding on Instagram Messenger.
It's like I feel guilty for even it's... moving you into something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Instagram Messenger. Can I get that. You just text me. I, I I see that on Instagram Messenger, and I see like a red dot. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I'm gonna ignore it. Right. And then like one night I click on it. It's a message from four weeks ago. It's like, Yo King, gonna be in town. I'm like, maybe a phone call next time would be better. The Instagram red notification for some reason to me is just not enticing. I'm like, eh, it's too much work. Instagram really is really enticing. It. Right. It's funny. Anyway, I was in a I was in a group chat the other night with Jacare and John. And uh Jacare is very is a very interesting man. Not me. Not me. You said By the way, Jacare great job and John. Oh, John Ollie. John Nelson. And they were John looped me, us into this thread and was asking like a weird question, like, "Do you guys have a Walmart gift card or something like Not that?" Me. I don't know if he was kidding or what the deal was. It was kind of late, hmm. but, but, but so I, I just kind of like, "Hey, what's up?" You know, I didn't really get into it. And then I checked back later in the thread, and they had this heated like debate going on. And all I see was like, you know how you read the last messages first and you scroll up? Yeah. So it got like it was very heated, and I just see Jacare say. All I'm saying is no cop ever really bothered me. I'm more worried about getting shot by my own people and before we put the cops down. And then John's going off on this, and Jacare's like, all I'm saying is I knew Trump would be president a year before it happened, and I said that in the podcast, on the podcastle, and it did. And, you know. Did it, he really? Yeah, apparently he did. I asked him about that. He's like, no, if you listen back, I said he would probably win the presidency because people are looking for. Uh, like a like a shakeup kind of thing. He wasn't like supporting him or saying that. He was just saying he's going to be president. Yeah, like and I'm he's going trying off to understand what. So someone made. So John said, "Does anyone have a Walmart gift card?" You looked away. Next thing you know, you join a massive argument, and a massive who, race argument. Right, and the both of these guys are black, right? Right, right. But Jacare almost seems like a Trump supporter. He seems like a white Trump supporter. I want to. I asked him if they want to come on the show. Uh, I don't know if John got back to me. I'm sure he would. He's been on before, but Jacare is yeah. always down to come on and yeah. have them hash this out because it's really interesting. Because you know, we have Biscardi on the show, who's a who's a repub, and not that we want to make it this whole political thing, but I think it would be interesting to have right. two very different personalities like John and Jacare talk about this from a perspective you don't hear about. You don't so hear Jacare a lot of Jacare is very against victim black. America. Yes, he's more worried about black on black crime than than cop abuse. And then um, John's, you know, for the most part, I guess, sees what he we all see in the news and tends to think that the police a lot of times unfairly target African Americans, which in a lot of times is true. So I just weighed in. I didn't know what to say, so I kept it light. I kept it. I kept it. Kept it mayonnaise light. And I just said, uh, well, I guess the only thing I can say is. Uh, uh, black on black crime is a crime no matter what it's it's a bad thing no matter who does it that's it's awful um, it happens to all kinds of people and as far as the cops go uh, for every one bad cop there's probably 150,000 good ones so uh, I, I, you know I, I want to rather talk about it in an open forum I think I want everyone to assume that when I make, when I make a generalization about a specific type of person I'm joking because I understand that every single human being has a different personal agenda and I should right. never argue with anyone. Right. Collect me too. 
At the end of the day, everyone is a selfish fuck, and all they want to do is sleep at night. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like my uncle said. I I hate. I'm not exactly racist. I hate everybody equally. You know, they're exactly all assholes to me. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, right. I get it. Like when people say, when they come down here and visit me and go, "Oh, the worst dri- Florida has the worst drivers." I'm like, you know. I heard that when I lived in State College, when I lived in Philadelphia, when I lived in Chalfont, that all the worst uh, right. drivers were where I am. Maybe you're the problem, you know, whoever said that. You ever notice that if anyone drives slower than you, they're an asshole, but if they drive faster than you, they're a moron, they're, they're a lunatic? You know what I mean? It's like, unless they're going your speed, everyone's the worst driver. I've heard Jersey was the worst. I heard LA's the worst. I heard Chalfont, Pennsylvania, these guys are the worst, you know? People are just bad drivers. You're just not going to always. Out of all the drivers I've experienced, mm. I'm, and I'm going to explain. I'm going to give. Uh, I'm going to give. Definitely. New Jersey drivers have the worst slam on the gas, slam on the brake move in driving, and they all do it. It's really weird. I think because it's so small over there, and there's so many people. A hundred percent. Yeah. For whatever reason, Jersey drivers are the worst. They're aggressive. There's more deaths on the turnpike than like any other state. Like it's it's awful. Like they're not only like dangerous to other drivers, but they're going to wear out their car a lot faster than a normal driver, than any other driver in the continent. And, the, and they're going to hit the deer too. Yeah. The deer. Oh yeah. yeah like, right. Deer everywhere in Jersey. Yeah, it's like you're gonna be more alert. The worst drivers, absolutely, hundred percent, hands down. And they say every time you get pulled over by a New Jersey State Trooper, you're gonna get a ticket. You know, if a trooper pulls you over, you're gonna get a ticket. I, on the other hand, a state. I, on the other hand, actually debunked that myth. One fateful drive home from New York, after Hmm. a couple drinks, was driving. I was a little lost. Was younger. I was like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, so regular driving down Mulholland and jumping over the prostitute in there. Regular, ooh, regular Ted, Ted Kennedy, a regular Chappaquiddick. Ooh, not my fault. Let me off the charges. Ooh, a regular, um, a regular Matthew, uh, Matthew Broderick in Sarah Jessica Parker in Ireland. Got off of that charge. Ooh. Um, regular Kiefer Sutherland. Ooh, regular 24. Keep looking uh, the other way. Oh, regular. I was coming back from, from uh, a state trooper pulled me over because I was lost and I was driving way over the limit. And, uh, he pulled me over. It was late at night, and I just said, officer, whatever the charge is, guilty. I'm just very lost right now. I'm trying to get home. I'll pay the ticket. I'm not going to lie to you. I just need help. Not only did he not give me a ticket, but he pulled a map out. This is before, like, Waze or anything. He pulled a map out on my hood and was like, all right, here's what you need to do. And he gave me these, like, clear directions of where, where how to get back on, like, 78 or whatever. And he's like, just drive, drive a little slower. You're going, like, 30 over the limit. I was like, no, I will. It was like a miracle from God. He knew I was just like, dude, I am lost. I'm not arguing with you. Just so trying you, to get home. You truly were lost? I truly was lost. Oh, okay. And I, and I was speeding. And I didn't say like, oh, I'm lost. That's why I'm speeding. I said, no, I was speeding. You can write me the ticket. Just help me. Like, I just wanted to get home at this point. It was like 3 a.m. I was lost. I was lower on gas. And, you know, I was like 17. So I was like, I, I don't want to be like stranded in like Jersey and like my cell phone dies. Oh God, no. That reminds me of <clears throat> speaking of Jersey and the cops. It was senior week and it Ooh. was like, you know, Ooh. everyone 
A regular rape fest. What? A regular roofies. Uh, <laughs> so awful. Everyone get down there Saturday. Was this in uh, Ocean City? Yeah. Let's go to Ocean City for a week. A dry town. <laughs> dry town. Not Seaside Heights or anything where there's like, you know, or sea sluts right with, with beer throat. Yeah. It's so stupid. I don't get it. But it's, anyway. it's a nice town, though. It is nice. You're going to get beer. We got a 16-bedroom like mansion on the bay. There was, Damn. Like, there was like 15 of us, though. So. Damn. A whole bunch of dicks. Sword fight every night. Oh yeah, lots of uh, lots of jousting going on in that living room. Lots of fencing. Oh, what regular a, fencer. But a Jedi practice. Yes, a lot of three musketeering, all for one and come for all. Ooh, regular a regular musketeer. You better stop putting up the pickets because we got a fencer in the house. So, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of men. So we got down there Saturday and then Sunday, <laughs> Sunday night. Sunday night. I'm at a party, raging, hammered. Natties. Yeah. Whores, Jaeger. I'm outside on the I'm outside on like a deck and the house is like jam packed. And I think my girlfriend's inside and I hadn't gone to see her yet since like I got down there Saturday afternoon. And this is like oh, Sunday night. Yeah. Shit. Whoopsie. Oopsie So I didn't really care. But anyway. Next thing you know, everybody that was on the little like deck and in the house just starts running out of doors and windows and Oh I'm, like, shit. It looked like a, a sausage press, like a you know, like a spaghetti. You're right, yeah. They just <laughs> People just, just keep coming out. It looks like the top of like a can of uh, like chili or something when it's like kind of bursting from like the yeah, heat or something. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like a um, a beer bottle in the freezer. That's what, that's a better analogy. I don't know who the fuck's cooking chili that's blowing up, but whatever. And my, I went right back to my like, I don't know, fifth grade. You know, trick where I'm not doing anything wrong. Why would I run? So I just sit there. Yeah. And the cops come walking up and they're looking around and they don't see me at first. I'm like, well, what? I'm not going to like just get up and walk and I'm not going to try to run and make noise and I'll slip and fall over the railing. Exactamundo. You know, yeah, right. Oh my gosh. So I kind of like, yeah, right. Sniffle. Like pretend I'm crying. Oh yeah, and I looked at you know, yeah, I'm right. looking down at the ground, and I'm. <laughs> he looks at me, and I go, or I, I, he goes, son, and I look up. He goes, were you at this party? And I go, yeah. He goes, were you drinking? And I go, no, officer. I just, my girlfriend. I thought she was here. She she dumped me, and I can't find her. And he was like, go find her, man. I was like, dude, that's so dope. Sweet love, dude. That is the best. That is the best, dude. I'm not the, the, doing anything the, the, wrong. I'm not. I'm not guilty. When Nobody. cops give you that that cool break, you like respect them so much more. And there was a time Woo-hoo! I was with my ex girlfriend driving, and I was speeding, and I got pulled over, and uh, he was like, you know, you were going really fast back there, and all that, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm very polite to cops, too. You know, I'm not gonna like bullshit. Oh God, yeah. 
I'm very polite. I want them to like me right away. Right. And he, he gave, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to write you a ticket. Why don't you spend that money on your girlfriend and not Pennsylvania's, you know, Commonwealth or something? And I was like, that sounds great. Wow. Thank you. Commonwealth. So, so But it's cool. It's cool when you get those situations where they kind of give you a break. I mean, some cops are dicks no matter what. You know? Oh, my gosh. But Like, some of them I know are, like, just begging me to give them an attitude. And I don't, but they're still an asshole throughout whatever process we're going through. Oh, yeah. They just want to, like, lace you. Yeah. But then some of them, like, recognize right away that I'm, like, a normal person. And you can tell they, like, loosen up right away. Yeah, yeah. They just want to, like... actually, like, give you tips on how to get out of whatever ticket they're giving you. Right. Yeah, they help you. Biscardi and I had a kind of a dick cop. We were up in Long Island, and we were sitting in Biscardi's car after after drinking and driving home. But we were just sitting in the parked car in front of his aunt's house, like, talking. And these two cops showed up, and they, like, they were really dicks. They, they thought, I guess, we had, like, Pennsylvania plates and leather jackets on that, like, we probably had drugs or something. And so they searched the car a million times. They searched the car. They searched us. Like, what are you doing here? I said, I'm visiting my friend Mike. He's staying here. I'm just visiting him. We went out tonight. We're just talking outside because we don't want to wake up his aunt. And he's he's like, kind. come over here. Let me talk to you here. Okay. Matthew, I'm going to ask you one more time. What are you doing up here? I said, sir, I'm just visiting my friend. Uh, we're just talking out here. I, I think he was trying to find drugs and he did it. And he was just like kind of mad. Like he was fishing at that point. Trying to smell drugs. He was like, what are you... Guys, what are you doing? Up to. There was no drugs, but I was drinking that night, and I drove a car home. And he never gave me a breathalyzer. So I figured maybe he can't because I wasn't actually driving the car, but I was still in the car. Keys weren't in the ignition? I don't remember. Mm, I don't think I they think were. that's the law. Okay, because he wrote me a citation to appear in court for operating a car that I wasn't insured in. So that didn't make any sense. <laughs> Because I wasn't actually like driving it when he was there. I was just sitting in the driver's so, like, seat. I'm going to cut you a break. I'm going to give you failure to obey a traffic light. Right. Uh, my what car is isn't on. How can it you It doesn't make any sense. Ticket? And it said, it said state of New York versus Matthew Clark. And I thought that was really cool. Because I was like, oh, like, I'm like, um, versus, I'm like, I'm I need defense. down the state. And then I went inside and I read this and it was like date of arrest. And I was like, I wasn't arrested. So I was like, I want to sort this out in the morning. So Biscard and I go to the police station and I just said to the clerk there, I said, look, I, I wasn't arrested. This is obviously bogus. I live in Pennsylvania. I'm not driving three hours to appear in court here in two weeks or two months. So, no. and I just bri- I bribed her. I was like, if there's anything I can give you to make this go away, let me know because I'm not like playing this game. And she goes, you know what? You boys... Speak like gentlemen. I'm dismissing the charges. I'm like, what charges? We weren't arrested. It was such a weird thing. And then oh she, my gosh. she had this rubber stamp in red that said dismissed, and she stamped it. And I'm like, this is not a process of like the courts. Oh my god. I, I mean, think it was a cop being a tank. dick. To, I think it was one of those like traffic tickets, not a not like an arrest, but a, like to show that I had insurance. He he was just fishing oh, around. Right, like failure to show. Uh your car is registered or some bullshit like that. Right. Something that he can't prove. It was wild. You can't prove you didn't have it at the time. Welcome to the police hour here at Nerd.35. I was just going to say, man, I had so many close calls in college 
because you know you can't couldn't smoke weed in the dorm, so you would oh, have yeah. to go take a cruise, a reefer route. Yes, a uh, a, a marijuana melee, a um, uh, a cannabis caravan. Yes, a a a, a ganja gulch. Yes, uh, certainly a um a, a, a cannabis cannabis caravan. <laughs> that was a good one. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, close calls though. It's fun. It's scary, but you feel like such a sense of exhilaration once you're driving away in the rear view and you see those. I got pulled over twice in one night once driving to see the same girl in Pennsylvania. I got a ticket for running a stop sign. I guess I was a little honing that and I was racing. And then on the way back, a cop pulled me over and he sees the other ticket in my car. And he goes, you know, if I give you another ticket, you're going to lose your license. So I started crying. I was like, I can't lose my license. Like, oh, I, I wasn't drinking or anything. I was just driving like an idiot. Oh, I see. And so he's like, you don't need to cry. It's all right, man. I'm not going to write you a ticket. It's okay. He could see I was I was 16, and I was like, I, I can't like lose my license. for, for Yeah, like, you can't. Like, I don't want my parents to have to pick me up here in Souderton, you know? Like, So he let me go. I was I, very thankful. I remember going 74 on the turnpike where it turns well no it's it was 309 but where 309 okay. like feels like it's a turnpike like it's just a highway there's nowhere for cops to hide oh yeah just fly on it uh in yeah. between like quaker town and like emmaus satterton yes I, I know what you're talking about it feels like a highway and it's, it's just like it's just trees. Yeah, so you fly, you go like 65, 70. And I was yeah, you do like 110. I mean 65, 70. Then out of nowhere, it turns into like 45. So yeah. I was like 29 miles per hour over the limit. 30 would have been like my license suspended. You were going to Montana West for some meth like, that night. I was actually driving home to... Uh, Jeff and Betty's? To French. Sixers are down by seven. They're gonna go down. Go down Shit. two games to Dick. Damn. And that's not one. That's zero. That's two games to Dick. Oh, regular hydrated H2O machine. Oh. Keep those electrolytes up. Fatherhood's you green. Know, I wanted to talk to you about um, how everyone always says, "Oh God, when you have a kid, you don't <laughs> you don't get any sleep. You're so tired." Ugh. Yeah, you know, all that baby is is just something that rep- replaces the other thing that made you tired all the time. And right, who's sleeping so anyway? Right. Clark, if you have a kid, you're going to be up till 3 a.m. I am every fucking night anyway. It's going to be great. We have someone to hang out with now to, to co-sign all my bullshit. Right, maybe keep right? my feet on the ground, or one of them at least. You guys are great parents, too. You guys are owning it and rocking it. You see some parents, you know, that are like, I love my kids. But if I could do it over again, I wouldn't have him. It's like, if my dad said it to me, I, I would, like, kill him. Like, what oh, an asshole. No. I mean, like, like, who does that? No, but you guys are rocking it, man. You guys are great parents. Yeah, man. You can't choose Just get to them in pictures, too, okay? Get them in physical pictures, okay? That's what Betty really needs. She, she's tired of the Instagram. She wants physical pictures. I saw a comment on her. It's like, get her in pictures. And I was trying to think what that means. And I was like, I think she means actual photographs. Like your mom, like not just Instagram. I that's, I kind of get that from that she generation. Is painful. It was great. My brother she, and and his wife FaceTimed us tonight to. Oh, nice. 
to express their frustrations in my parents. Oh, no. <laughs> they live so close to each other. It's just... Whew. You get nice uh, Instagram or uh, FaceTimes from Ryan. Do you guys FaceTime a lot? Like, do the one-on-one? Not like, as much up? as we do, but or as we should. But that's yeah. What, that's Rise, his, his, like, line when... Like, we'll talk on the phone at least once a week, you know, for, like, a good hour. Uh, yeah. And... Like today, the phone call we had this morning, it was, he brought up a story uh, uh, from when we were like 18 and 17. Yeah, right. And it's it, 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 oh, a story nice. I haven't thought about in like that long. Like um, a good story? Him and I and these two like random girls that just came over, hung out with us, drank with us, made out with us, and disappeared. Now was, was almost, it where like at the shore or something yes, or like at, down the shore? Oh, dude. those are the best kind because yeah. you never know what you what what you were crawling at home with that night. Yes, we were, and and then we were like trying to remember what happened, and I was like, God, there's there was a few years where there was like a girl that you knew for like sixteen hours, and she was right. so awesome, and it's such a great gem of a memory, but you don't really remember much. No, yeah, there was this girl Shara. And her friend, the Piscardi and I, like, picked up in Ocean City and, like, hung out with for, like, a night and the next day. And, like, we kissed a little bit. Mm. And then you never hear about them again. They, like, disappear. Right. And we took them home to the, <laughs> the place we were staying at. And I was, of course, with my dad and, like, my sister. We Piscardi and I just bring these girls home and just take them upstairs. And all of a sudden you just hear the footsteps follow. Like, what are you doing? You Get down. You don't do this. Like, we thought, ah, it's cool, Dad. Like, we weren't thinking, you How know. but. You? 17 oh, and it was like yeah, or 16 cool. he's like no nah, you're not you're not doing this yeah. downstairs right now you guys can get some water ice across the street right. oh my gosh here's 10 bucks for for rita's get out of here go to the promenade but those yeah those like 16 hour gems that you growing up with down the shore you know you, you remember them you don't remember many details but but it's just because of like where you're on vacation there's no school you're not like an adult yet so you're still like everything's still fun all the time yes and like Dude, I don't remember their names, where they were from. I remember what they looked like. They were both yeah, hot, right. but they both looked totally different. And for some reason, it was like they pre-discussed it. And at one point, the one just took Rai's hand and the other took mine. And But we were like 18. I was like, how old were they, Rai? Like, did we get them drunk? Right, did we rape? No. Yeah. No, no, no. Bad that's Rise. That's his, his when, when he's getting off the phone with you, he says, ah, oh, we'll FaceTime you this weekend. All right. Love you. Bye. That's yeah, his, it's the way to do si- it. His, that's a sign-off. Yeah. I should start FaceTiming Johnny. I get, he just sends me random snaps of him driving, like when you're four hours late for work, and it's like him in the car screaming, going, get out of the road, motherfucker. You know, just, oh, my gosh. Just little things. How much younger is he? He's, he's yeah, right. twenty. Uh, he's twenty. Exact amount. Three. He was born in ninety-five. Math isn't my strong suit. Oh yeah, he's Pat Smith's age, right? Right. Yeah, I guess he's. I no, he'll be twenty. He's twenty-two. He'll be twenty-three in October. Exact amount. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was in the same grade as Pat Smith. Right same out of class. college. Straight out of Compton. Right. Straight out of college. Yeah. Right. Right. Twenty-three. <laughs> I had a little meltdown at work today. There's this uh, new guy, and he's he's a nice oh guy, my gosh. young kid though. He's like 22, and I remember I like asked him to do something, and he was like, I don't know, if it really needs to be done. It looks kind of fine the way I am, and I was like, 
doesn't really matter what you think. I'm asking you to do something. And he's like related to the boss, so I, I can't like say anything. So I was like, ah, you know what? Don't worry about it. I got it. I went in the other room and I was like, these fucking millennials, when you're asked to do something, you do it. I don't care what you think. Go luck finding a job. You know, I was such like an old man at that moment. Somebody was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. You're being too loud, man. Keep really? it down. I was like, fucking millennials. You were screaming? I mean, I wasn't screaming like top, you know, full but thing. you were talking to somebody and you were kind of just like destroying some group of people. I was like, verbally. yeah, because I like asked some kid to do something and he's like, you know, I don't know if it needs to be done. It looks okay oh to me. And I'm like, yeah, most of the things that any job they're going to ask you to do is bullshit and there's a better way to do it. But that that's not like your point. Right. You know? Yeah. But it was funny. But then I was like, he's a cool kid. He's nice or anything. Drew, like, drew a picture of a shark today. I thought that was cool. I redeemed him. You're actually supposed to do the work. Right. It doesn't matter what your opinion is. Just and it was bullshit work, too. It was like clerical stuff. I was like, I need you to send these envelopes out. It was like laminating backstage passes. Yeah, right. <laughs> By the way, I worked today. I, tell you, I sent you a picture of who, I, uh, who, I, who works in the same building as, as me over at the Linda Jean Studios L.A. edition. Is the, uh, the actor who played Yeah Yeah in The Sandlot. Oh, yeah. This guy, yeah, his yeah. name, he's a good dude. His name is Marty York. Uh, I've been talking to this guy for like three years, like in the elevator, in the hallway. How you doing? This and that. Never knew. And then today he's like, he's talking about he had to go to the East Coast for some signing. And I was like, signing? Where? He's like, where are you from? I said, I'm from Philly. He goes, yeah, no, we're doing something at the Philly's ballpark. It's You know you, you know the Sandlot? I said, yeah. He goes, oh, I, I was yeah, yeah in Sandlot. I said, no shit. I was like, I love that movie. Three he's like, yeah, years. we still... Like three years on and off, and he doesn't look anything like him, and it's such a, you know, he. Meet Scotty Smalls. The kid is a L7 Rare thing, I guess. To the you wouldn't look at him now and look at him then and think there's any resemblance. So I know it was lost the, on. Uh, it's like the 20 year. Uh, or 25 year or something anniversary of Sandlot. It's a 25 and year. I remember some news, somebody doing a story about how Yeah Yeah looked jacked and like he was a good looking dude. He grew up in. Oh, he's like, jacked. I thought he was Jesse Spano. Or Jesse Katsopoulos. Yeah, he's jacked up. The guy's crazy. John and I was Spanos. out there talking to him. Uh, he, he's got like a Corvette. And I just made a comment like, how many horses does this have? You know, and he's like, oh, it's got 460. And I'm like, Wow, that's, a, that's actually a lot. It's more than like a, a Ferrari California. And so that opened up the gates for him, like going into his car for like 25 minutes. And I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. And I was like, let me get a picture before you go. Oh, my gosh. That. But, and he was, he was a really nice guy, but he's going on about the car and like this and that. And I did this and that. And it was like, did you want to talk about the weather? You just make a chit chat. You know, it was just kind of like nice car. It's like saying to somebody like, hey, how about this weather? Actually, the clouds are going to be cirrus clouds rolling over the 40% chance of altitude. We're going to have some light precipitation, 20% sunshine, 20% chance of flurries. All this altitude is going to rise over by the east and cause some precipitation later down the line. You're going to see some light lows of 56 and a high of 80 on Thursday. Did you want to talk about the weather or were you just making chit-chat? No, just, just chit-chat. Shunshine. <laughs> the name of tonight's show, Shunshine. It's the Asian man that, that, that whacks off in the deli. Why does he have to be perverted? But but nice guy. This guy's nice. I, I mentioned I have a podcast that I do. I'm on a podcast, and we, we talked about that. So 
uh, hoping to hoping to get him what, on and just like talk about the Sandlot. What is he doing? Like, what does he do to make money? He's like an executive at some, uh, I guess, printing company. Because he was leaving work at like two in the afternoon, and I just said, "Oh, going to lunch." He said, "No, nah, I'm done." You know, a lot of the senior guys we pick our own hours, so I'm usually done by two. Did you talk to him about like the Sandlot guys, like the the other? Are any of them like A-listers right now? No, and I wanted to. In hindsight, I had all these questions, which is why I want to get on the show. Because yeah. I want to ask, like, what happened to Squints? And how about that guy that had, like, the meltdown at George Bush Airport in Houston? Remember, there was, a, well, I think the lead character in the Sandlot was, like, kicked off and arrested by, like, TSA agents for, like, threats or something. Smalls? He had, like, some kind of... You're killing me, Smalls? Gosh, that's, like, a joke that I can't believe I didn't see. Yeah, right. Small. Well, yeah, I just want to know what, like, Ham, what, what happened to Ham? Yeah. Well, there's a picture of him and Ham online because I immediately Googled him while I was driving at a fast rate. Of course. And looking at my phone, and it was, and I saw that, but. A former child actor, best known for his role as Smalls in the cult classic The Sandlot, was arrested at the airport, accused of being drunk and fighting with police. Vicente Arenas is live with the story tonight. Vicente? Yeah, Lisa, the whole thing went down here at a United Terminal at Bush Intercontinental over the weekend. Thomas Geary is best known for his 1993 breakout film, Sandlot, a movie about baseball cra crazed kids set in the Curious, 1960s. because I want to ask him about the whole James Earl Jones thing. Remember at the end of the movie, James Earl Jones is saying, like, I played with Babe Ruth. <laughs> Remember that? Yes. I don't think there were African-American players playing in the 20s with Babe Ruth. I think oh. Jackie Robinson was the first, so I don't know where that storyline no, came from. I think Babe Ruth played in the knee. He brought your dog home. Did he? Hercules? How'd he get out? I'm telling you guys. Should've just turned it loose. I'm a roller. We, uh... Well, what happened was we hit a baseball into your yard. We tried to get it back. So you're the ones that making all that racket. Yes, sir. You get it? Um, yeah. Oh. First time that anybody ever got the best of old Hercules. Why don't you just knock on the door? I'd have gotten it for you. He was accepted in the circles, and maybe there was, like, you know, off-sanctioned baseball, like, games that aren't on record. Maybe. You know? Yeah, I bet you. Yeah, babe, babe had his his dick to the street, and he would hang out with the common man. His dick wasn't a lot of different holes. <laughs> babe Ruth, he had syphilis. Some people said he was half black. I could see that. What was his real name? George, George Herman Ruth. George Herman Ruth. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, but that's a great play. <clears throat> I can't believe. Oh my gosh. That you've been going on the elevator with this guy for three years, right? And in and not at any time did he mention that he was in Sandlot. Never mentioned it. And the way <laughs> he mentioned it today, today was not topical. It wasn't like, "Hey, I'm going home to watch the Sandlot." Sandlot. Know anything about it? I just, <laughs> he just asked like, "Where you're from?" Movie? And then I said Philadelphia, and he told about baseball, and he's like, "You know, I was you, you watch the Sandlot, and that's when he told me." But it was kind of um. I can't remember Ye Ye's real name. It, I think it was Anthony or something, right? Wasn't he like an Italian kid? 
Mm-hmm. He was like the the smart ass kind of kid in the movie, right? It was him and Squints. They were like they were like the two like goons that like fucked with everyone, made fun of everyone. Yeah, that like they were always like they, they were, were they were quick to like ha ha he he. <laughs> Ah uh, ah uh, uh. you didn't say the magic word ah uh, ah uh, ah uh. um i just realized i know it's late there we hit the 30 minute mark do you want to keep going or do you want to take a quick uh quick dig break i mean it's your gen it's your barbecue john and it tastes smoky so it is it yeah is right it's it's john's john's decision john, the, the input of john's mm-hmm. benefit is a decision let's he, just keep rolling he's an hourglass what were we even talking about right Talking about the sandlot. I know. I I want to stay on the sandlot. No, I want to get to that. But we don't. I know you. You don't. You have limited info because you just stumbled upon this revelation. Yes, I want to. Yeah, yeah. I want to explore this well more. I can't remember his fucking name. I'm so pissed. Who's that? On. uh, Yeah, yes. His name from the show. The character's name. Here. <coughs> Warriors can't hit Reeves' 11-game winning streak is snapped. God, I swear they're always on a winning streak. Over to basketball. Ooh. Mill, 106. Cha, 111. Oral, 103. Wash, 130. Bicken, 119. End, 123. Cha, Chai, 92. Boss, 117. Dow, 107. Adel, 112, Lac, 112, Mem, the Greek stocks. 15, No, 109, Mia, 94, Oaks, 103, Utah, 89, Den, 96, Gz, 81. Quick, quick, cold dev. Oh, yeah, slice. I'll, uh, I'll float us. Um, so Sandlot was a movie that I watched usually in the summer every day, every morning, maybe like two or three times in a row before I'd start my day. Um, and that was when I was like a little kid. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From Sandlot's name. <laughs> Not his real name, Art LaFleur? No. Art LaFleur? Alan Yeah Yeah McLennan, Matty York. He's an Irishman. Yeah, right. Alan McClellan. You should call him Alan. Wait, was that his name, Alan? Alan Yeah Yeah McClellan. (laughs) Was it, was McClellan? Uh, I guess you're right, yeah. He was one of the uh, like minor characters, though, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like just like a laugh. He was like someone who would laugh at Smalls when he was in distress. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's all he said was yeah, yeah. And he yeah, yeah. makes fun of makes funny of somebody. <laughs> Squints drooling at Wendy Peppercorn. I wanted to say, uh, you know, when he was like, "Hey, uh, you know, I was in Sandlot." I was yeah, yeah. I was like, "No shit." You remember the Page Turner? I was Macaulay Culkin's brother in that because nobody would remember that movie. And I'm like, really? I'd be like, yes, yes. Then you hey, get do you like remember, really uh, weird. Do you remember the? Uh, remember? Remember King the movie Kong. Radio Flyer? I was the other kid in Radio Flyer. 
The other kid, not Elijah Wood. The other, the other guy, the kid from Jurassic Park. It was me. Remember Jurassic Park? Yeah. yeah. The T Rex. Yeah. I did it. I did its mouth. Yeah, I did its mouth. Yeah. You remember um. Julia and Julia. No. Well, I was Stanley Tucci's nephew in that. Oh, I don't remember the movie. Yeah. Okay. Remember uh, Drop Dead Fred? <laughs> Remember the Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? I ironed I was, Fred's pants. I, do you remember Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead? I helped make the bathtub look a little bit dirtier than it should have. I yelled at I'm artistic. I pooped in the pool. I just peed my pants right now. I love going with people at work, too, and going, excuse me, I have to use the bathroom. If I don't go soon, I don't have to go anymore. <laughs> like you. Uh, I don't know. Some call it harassment. Some call it harassment. I don't, I don't see it. Anyway, tweet us. The underscore podcast. Lots to get into tonight, but I think I think we should get this guy on the on the show. Talk about the Sandlot and mm-hmm. and dig around, and see what's going on. It'd be kind of cool to get some of those stories, you know. Yeah, I want to know who is like still cool with him, if anybody. Because he's he said they're going to um different stadiums for the anniversary. Oh yeah. And, uh, they're going to Citizens Bank. I think it was yeah. June 9th, He said, because mm-hmm. they do. He's like they still they still do autographs because the movie has like a cult following. Right. You know, even 25 years later, people still want to. Uh... Yeah, June 9th. How about that for a memory? He's jacked. Damn. Yeah, Sandlot 25th anniversary day. Yeah. There you um, go. First 2,500 fans uh, will receive a coupon uh, no. uh, for a Phillies ham bobblehead. And uh, what? Phillies ham bobblehead? That's awesome. It's pretty cool looking. Hamilton the Babe Porter. Yeah, man. It's funny that his name is Ham Porter. Ham, the great Hambino. You know, I remember looking at this picture and not knowing who anyone was and picking out your buddy going, well, at least that guy kept his life together because he's like in shape, you know, like he looks like the rest of these guys look a little shaggy. Yeah. Yeah. This guy is jacked up, too. He's got like he's like a wrestler fatigue. I mean, he's he probably hits the gym like. You know, every day. Yeah, he looks pretty bulky. Hamilton looks the exact same. He looks identical. Yeah, he does. Yeah, they look the same. Are you on... Um, it's very baity. Where are they now kind of article? Hold on a sec. We are live here. Fucking at, uh, Aaron, here thanks. Here Sorry about that. Uh, what would you ask? <laughs> are you on like a where are they now kind of article? Not E! News. Ooh, the Sandlot cast reunites after 25 years. See what the actors look like now. Uh, actor Mike Vitar, of course, the 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 hero <clears throat> of the of the film, doesn't doesn't attend. That's what we well, need well to he's find he, out. he's so big now. You know? Right, right, right. Speaking of those child guys from the, the child guys, child <laughs> actors in the 90s. Speaking of those, those child boys. men. Speaking of those boys, you know who's starting to light up a little bit more is uh, Macaulay Culkin. He's like doing shows now, hmm. like interview shows, and he and he's like, because you know how he was weird for a while, and people thought he was dead, and yes. he kind of had like a weird childhood with the parents and everything. He was Michael Jackson, of some drug, and yeah, Michael Jackson, and yeah, his parents did not really handle things great. 
So yeah, he's, you see him starting to light up a little bit more, but he's still awkward. Like he was on uh, Kimmel, and he was on no, it was Jimmy Fallon, I think, and he was on uh, Ellen, and he's like trying to make it light and be like professional, but you can still tell he does these awkward things like. He live tweets the Oscars wearing a tux, but he's not actually watching them. Uh, like he, he's this kind of the humor's not quite there yet. He's still kind of bizarre. It's I the know. kind of joke she isn't it weird because it's bizarre to us because we is there is it because we want him to be Kevin McAllister? I think so. You know, to like a degree, we want him to be wholesome and funny and and you know uh, what's the word charming. But he's this creative kid who, well, not kid, he's an adult now. He's exactly like the same age we are. And he's just throwing shit at the wall. And it would be cool to see him succeed and get, you know, into one of these movies that gets a lot of Oscar attention. Yeah, right. But to see that, though, would be kind of interesting. I know. Oh my gosh, see, I just could never... But it's not going to happen. It's going to be really hard for me to ever watch him in anything without watching it going, oh wow, Macaulay Culkin's so different. (laughs) I feel like that's how it is with most child stars, except for a few, Mm -hmm. like Drew Drew Barrymore, I guess, did a lot of movies as a kid, but she, you know, made it. But I think overall, it's you you just remember them as that kid. Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. I don't think of her as a kid actor, but that's because I didn't watch her. Well, yeah, if you did, there'd be a problem. Kid. If you were watching Hannah Montana at 25, what's John doing? He's watching Hannah Montana. You can't really go in popular. there. popular. <laughs> I remember Family Guy spoofed that, and they're like, you're even more creepy than Hannah Montana's dad. It's like, oh, hey, can you go put on your wig and be that other girl for a while and pretend you're not my daughter or something like that? <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus. He's, yeah, right. His achy breaky dick. Um, yeah, like one time I just was running through all the words that rhyme with Hannah. And at one point I was like, Hannah Montana, uh, we won't be using that nickname. No, that won't be a nickname. No. Beautiful name. Yes. Thank you. Great. Yes, yeah. yeah. Dwayne is great. Uh, so the last show we had Biscardi on, and we had a potpourri of... Yeah. And we're going to have Bob on tonight. Bob, uh, we had to reschedule for next week. Yeah. But i got to tell you, man, show's sounding good. These last, thanks to phenomenal editing, these last you know, 10 shows have just been speed rolling like a, like a red dick. The one thing that's make, made me laugh out loud uh, when I listen back to it is the Trump China song. Like China. Any, oh, anytime, so good. Anytime Let's China. say China. China, 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 Oh, dude, so I, I accidentally did something on my phone, and it deleted, Uh-oh. like, all the sound bites off my laptop. I mean, it's no big deal because, you know, they're all... They're all, like, used. Recapturable. Can... Right. But still, it's a... It's a...
of love that that beats a sour brook to your breast it was like when i uh <laughs> it was like when i uh my car was broken into and they stole 40 cds and my Discman uh cassette adapter sophomore year oh yeah remember that the Discman set adapter that yeah. was great the cassette one that you put in the car that had the Discman. yeah for my 1987 or 85 Camry. I love the disc man. Remember trying to go to the gym with the disc man, like before iPods, you would like have a disc man, like in your pocket. It was so bulky. Or hold it while you run. And you had to have it too. Cause I'm like, I'm not just gonna listen to a radio. Like what am no. I, Neanderthal? I need Dr. Dre right. or Eminem. I yes. need like, you know, and then Next when the iPod came out, you're like, yeah, I'm not going to work out anymore. Cause like, it's all this technology stuff. Like I don't really care, but like, can't do it when they finally yeah like i missed the ipad i like our ipod me too like i think maybe i had one but then it was like by the time i had it you could already put it all on your phone i like right was already using the disc man and then went right to phone it was a small window i think i my brother had an ipod when he was you know younger and then like he gave it to me like two years later or something and i just used it but then it was obsolete after like a year yeah same thing. I think I got it like as a present. The iPad is fun, but it's still like a kind of a useless device. There's nothing really practical you can do with an iPad. It's just like a browser. You know what I mean? You can't like do actual work on an iPad. No. Because it's like, like bulky. I, I hate them all. Yeah, it's really kind of dumb. I hate them all. I, I, I'm, I'm writing this story. I've been like wanting to write a, like a fake, you know, like a fictional Ooh. tale. I was like, why don't I just start with a short story? I'll just make it a short story, and then I'll just keep expanding in places from the short story. Yeah. And the basic, uh, I'll probably have to delete this out. I don't want anyone to steal my thing. And it's probably probably already been done. No, man, you're an innovator. Someone has some device. um, Yes, 26. No, that's made off totally. Oh, I was going to say. I thought it was lower than that. No, it's more like 35. It is high, isn't it? Damn it. I mean, Little Rock. Will you be in uh, Arkansas? Arkansas, yes. That's how I always wanted it to be pronounced. That's how it's spelled. <clears throat> yeah. It's Arkansas. Uh, no, it's spelled. Then oh, why no. the S? Like Illinois. It's not Illinois, so why the S? Why do you have it there? Yeah, why do we need this? Greedy. Very, very greedy. Did you see Drake frowning in the background? That was a great show. No. Is that what he was doing? Oh, uh, before we get an update with uh, Sports with John, I'd like to give a fine update. Ooh! What sort of larcenies have I committed this time? Well. Oh, no. Biscardi and I each missed you four times. <laughs> so we are now at 11 fines each. You guys just got ghosted. But, Mr. Clark. Oh my gosh. You missed oh. quite a few by Biscardi. Did and I? By me, yes. I called you out on one, though. Yes, you did. All right. How, how many fines did I... Did I make obsolete?
Care to take a dick? Four times you apologized. I should have called you out, and I did not hear it. Your total, your grand total. So Biscardi and me are, well, actually, I'm at 12. Biscardi's at 11. 12 bucks, 12 clams, 12 smackaroonies. And you're at 26. By the way, if you're not familiar with this, this, uh, Topic, listeners, it's that every time we apologize on the show, right, we owe a dollar. And uh, that dollar uh, will be donated at the end of this year to the charity of one of the other hosts' choice. Yeah. So it's all for charity. I owe like $60,000 now or something. I'm going to have to kill myself. 26, right. If you're just finding 26. us. 26? We, uh, we find each other for apologizing. Um, yes, 26. No, that's made up totally. Oh, I was going to say. I thought it was lower than that. No, it's more like 35. It is high, isn't it? Damn it. It's going to be some expense. I wonder if I can use that as a write-off. I'm like, no, sir. It's fraud. Now you owe real money. You owe like 35000 for trying to fraud the government. I'm like, no, 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 Let's go back to the 35. I'm sorry. 36. Do you know what the best thing to get rid of the burn from spicy food is? Uh, bread. Bread in the mouth. And what else? Liquid. Bread? Liquid. What's a drink? Milk. Exactly. That is true fact. Something it is. To do with the fat Coats it. in the milk, it spreads the like uh, the main thing that's spicy. It spreads it around, or and it shrinks it. It's also great for stomach pain and hunger pain, unless you're allergic to dairy, um, because yeah. it coats the stomach. It coats it, and it makes it more like protected. Raptors lose another one in Toronto to the Cavs. Gosh, it is right now Cavs Keep going. and Celtics two-game lead. But the Cavs are headed to Cleveland. Celtics. And now... Sports of John, 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 John. Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John, Sports of John. Sports of John. Do you know what that means? Well, no, we don't because this team hasn't played the Celtics at home in the playoffs. So, uh, our Golden Knights, I wanted to interject. Uh, I'm going to play a sound clip from. I think this is November when Clark and I just mentioned that we're Golden Knights fans and have been for a while, and it's the only team we care about. So Huge all, fans. You, all you bandwagon hoppers, listen to this proof. Scores right. from around the NHL. Like Ooh, huh? A shit. I care about the Golden Knights. Um... Right, Golden Knights is the only team we care about on this program. First place, eight and seven on the road, fifteen and two at home. They have won four in a row, and we're back. Ooh, excited Did for this. Jason Witten retired. Yeah, I read that. I didn't. I didn't read the article. I don't like how even like Eagles fans like Bob is, yeah, is right. guilty of this. He, he's a good guy. He's a great guy. He's such a good guy. Is that what he said? He's a fucking cowboy. Fuck him. I'm glad he's retired. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. 
apparently. Who he did wasn't. Cunningham play for? Was Cunningham a Cowboy or a, who did he play for that one year? And then he came back and retired as an Eagle. The Minnesota Vikings. It was the Vikings, right? <clears throat> he took him the to Vikings the are the team. Chop. The Vikings are the team that'll take that great quarterback for like one more ride around the block before they have to drop him off at home. Like Brett Farr was a Viking for a year. Remember that? Two years. Like at yeah. the end. Two years. But it, it was but, awesome that first year. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, right. The Vikings are a great team for that. Yeah, like, right. You know, oh my gosh. Just, I don't want to go home yet. Just well, the Vikings will take you around for a drive. For like two blocks, and then you can then we drop you off. Okay. I can't, I can't believe how long Randall Randall played for the Eagles. Oh, it was like thirteen years or something. Ten years. Yeah. Twelve crazy. Years, twelve, sorry. Yeah, 12 years. Crazy. A fine upon the house of Hassinger. A fine, a tariff, a shilling, a pence, a tiddling, a titling, a gold ruble, a lira, a yen, euro, Peter Piper. I just, I just came and shit at the same time. <laughs> Delete that. I've <laughs> <clears throat> been drinking steadily for three hours. Oh my gosh! Twelve years with the Philly Eagles, and then three with the Vikings. One was retired an Eagle. <laughs> Good old Randall. Never, never took us to the Super Bowl. No, I don't even think he won a playoff game. He got injured during his prime. He ran the ball a lot. He he was very prone to injury because he would run a lot and put himself in. Way. Right, but the funny thing is, when he got injured, he stayed in the pocket, and somebody got in and oh, hit his knee. Yep, took <clears> him <throat> out. Remember the body bag game against the Redskins? I don't. I mean, we were little kids. We were little kids. We probably wouldn't remember watching it, but I do remember the game being on, and my uncle Jim and Uncle Joe were over watching it with my dad, and I didn't really appreciate football as much because I was. You know, I was like, we were young, but I liked it. And I remember the game was just so exciting for them. I think it was a Monday night game or it was something yeah, like that. But they just, it Buddy was, they, they took like, they, the Eagles took out like three right. quarterbacks. Yeah, it was Buddy Ryan. And I mean, there was like, a, there was like a wide receiver donning like a quarterback jersey to play yes. for the Reds because they ran out of like backups. They, and they did, there was like 11 people taken off the field that night or something. It was crazy. And I, I remember as a kid watching, like, catching a little bit of what like my ADHD would let me like walk into the room and watch. Right. And it was like the craziest thing. But uh, that game, man, was like just like warfare, you know, they're taking them out left and right. They changed a rule in the NFL because of that. I think like a wide receiver is eligible to become a quarterback temporarily if they're out of like backups or something like that. There was some kind of rule, but it, that game was just. Oh yeah, it was, right. it was almost like when a team runs out of pitchers and they have to go to like the second baseman, like you know Mickey Morandini. Has yeah, right. To, remember? Uh, yes. Didn't, didn't somebody pitch a game? Yeah, right. For us when we were when we won the World Series and he was yeah, right. um, baseman Pedro Felipe. Wasn't oh it Placido Polanco? Perhaps, mayhaps. Maybe. I liked him because he left and then came back and was better than he was the first time. The game from right. I agree. But we still didn't win. Right. Uh, the game for me that is my equivalent to your body, body bag game was Ooh. the Fog Bowl against Chicago Monday night where 
Oh, I never saw that. Fell in Philly down in the on the field in that giant tin no shit yes and it was like the the bears had like fog goggles on and could see and the eagles couldn't really and i just remember being like yeah right I, this is so amazing like i didn't know the fog oh could do that first of all i didn't know it could happen during a football game and how, yeah. how, the, how the fuck can the bears see and the eagles can't yeah why can't they catch the ball Set me up That's for a, wild. Long, a long life of, of disappointment up until this year. Because was that during the Dick? Yeah, well, we've all been too familiar with that disappointment, but that was remedied on February 9th. I don't know if that was the date. Was that during the Dick Kotite ga- days? It was mended. Was he... uh... Mended. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, no, it was Buddy. It was when Buddy left the Bears to be the head coach of the Bears. Oh, it was like really? 86 or 7. I was a wee lad. I like Buddy Ryan. The first game I ever saw of the Eagles was him, and I think it was Herschel Walker was on the team. Yeah, I, ha- I have that hat too, man. I hope my brother didn't sell it what? because he's he's found my old hats. He's like, I sold oh your gosh. Mariners hat for 20 bucks at a party. I was like, do not give those away, young man. Those are classics. But, but the, the, uh, the Buddy Ryan days were cool, though, for the Eagles. I was I sitting know. your head. We had, we had, we had uh, like the best defense in the last 25 years oh. for sure. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Not a Super Bowl. Number 92. I know. John, John, John. Rest of John. Yep. Rest of soul. Jerome Brown. Jerome Brown. Minister of Sweet McCombs. Ray Rhodes, I think, more depressing than Rich Kotite. Remember when we got rid of Kotite and they're like, Ray Rhodes is coming in and it was worse and you're like, oh, I think the CB West Bucks can beat the Eagles at this point. They were so bad for like four years, three years. It was insane because Rich Kotite was like one and fifteen, and the Jets were zero and sixteen, and they hired Rich Kotite or something like that. Like yes, the, the he Jets, got like work. Yeah, the Jets hired a coach that had a worse record than their coach, and yeah. then we hired Ray Rhodes, and we went thirteen and three, barely missed the playoffs, or got eliminated in the first. Jim right. McMahon, or I, I can't really remember. And then we were like three and thirteen. We sucked, yeah. and Ray it Rhodes happened. Was like, it happened overnight. Out. His yeah. first year was great, and then you had yeah, I think it was McMahon with his yeah Jimmy his McMahon. visor. Yeah. yeah, his sunglasses visor. And Bobby Brister. <laughs> Brister. Brister was a great quarterback a in his prime. Till we got McNabb. Till Reed came in and got McNabb. That was a that was a great team. And that began the Eagles being, you know, a successful team. Yes. Um, over yes. to baseball, the Phillies, I believe, huh. defeated the Marlins tonight. Uh, I need to. That was game two, I believe, of the series. Hmm? Was that game two of the series? No, I'm sorry. Their series ended last night. Swing and a miss! Stuck him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions of Baseball. Tonight the replay was airing. I forgot. Oh. I turned it on. I was like, oh, I guess they're playing a four-game set. Oh, yeah. Doubleheader. 
Oh my gosh. Have you ever been to a doubleheader where you go to both games? I don't know if I could if I could do that. I think I'd be too drunk and dehydrated and farting in somebody's seat driving back to Doylestown to get through the second game. I mean, you would need That's a like long day, man. $500 to make it through that day with the beer and the food oh, yeah. and the shirts and the more no. beer and the more food. It would I be couldn't impossible. Do it. I wouldn't be After able to After the do first it. game, you're wiped out. I'd need like an eight ball probably. Absolutely. Some Hennessy. To me, Sam. <laughs> Some Hennessy. <laughs> My buddy went through a Wendy's one time. There's this nice. Now you know this is the story for another time. Wait, what? Story for another time. Why? It's not sports related, John. So. Okay, so my buddy went through a drive-through, and there was this African American chick working there. Oh my gosh! I guess she was hitting on him. <laughs> it's not a fine. Yes, it is. And it's not <laughs> blasphemous. No, don't no, put your pencil down. I don't have <laughs> my pencil. I thought. I oh, I thought you were picking up a pencil. So he drives to the drive-thru, and there's this, like, you know, black chick working there. And she's like, hey, you want to see – can I, can I see your butt? And he was like, no. I just – he was at Wendy's. He's like, no, I just want to get my nuggets. And he's like, you want to see my butt? It's big. And he goes, no, no, I don't even want to eat the food now that you're, like, doing this. <laughs> he's, like, married with kids. He's just trying to get food, like, driving home. And he's like, no, I don't. So she goes – all right, because I got some Henny up here. I mean, I don't, can I just, it was like so funny that this happened. This is in Doylestown, Pennsylvania at Wendy's in, you know, by like Bonton or whatever the fuck's there now. And uh, right down that Bonton. Fine. Yeah, right. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, but why, would, but why is that like the argument? You want to see my butt? No, it's big. Oh, it is? Well, in that case, yes, I would love to. Thank you. Is Harry? Thanks, <laughs> thanks for thanks for handling my food too. Is you're... sweaty. But who does that? Imagine going to a drive-through. You want to see my butt? It's big. No. It's no. Kind of funny though. It oh is hilarious that that happened. Um, I was listening to Steve Carell, uh, Steve Carell interview today, and he was talking about how him and Stephen Colbert, when they did the skit on the Dana Carvey show, where they were the waiters. Who Joe. got like grossed out by what was on the menu? So they oh yeah the specials. <laughs> yeah right. I think I watched there's that because uh, you talked about. There's a duck. <laughs> and Steve Carell came up with that idea based off an idea he had when he was a podiatrist who was completely grossed out by feet. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. But I was like, dude, you could do that like for so many things. You know, like a dentist who, like, bad breath is, like, his number one pet peeve. Oh, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Like the a guy that is, is absolutely grossed back. out by, by – a guy that's grossed out by vaginas works at, like, a fish a fish plant or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> Not that. That's That doesn't even make sense. But you know what I'm saying. You know, you know where my head is. Yes. Yeah. I it's think just there's, so like, gross. there's, like, more to that that's kind of copying them, but – not really if you do it in a different, you know, Yeah, setting. like Monty Python did oh that. Gosh. Right. I think it'd be funny. I always thought it'd be funny to ha- have a doctor that smokes. It's like, let's get you checked out. He lights up yeah. one. He's like, he's like oh, don't worry. I'm going to blow it out the window. He's like, I'm very concerned about these levels here. And he's smoking. And you're like, I don't. Lung cancer don't. specialist. Or like a rehab guy, like a psychologist. Yeah, yeah. doesn't really know like medicine. It's like, well, I'm trying to get clean, sir. I think I have an alcohol problem and maybe I need a 12-step program. 
Are there 12 steps? I, I don't even, I can't even keep track. I, I mean, you know, have a couple, like limit it. That's a like racket, be a, you know. You know, be, it's a Making racket. money off you. It's free. No, it's not. No, it's, no, it's not. No, it's big. It's, it's, it's big alcohol. It's big vegetable. Yeah, right. Vegetable. <laughs> big vegetable. Stupid. China. I want my China. 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 I want my China. I want my China. Oh, tomorrow. Game five. Let's say China. Ooh. Sharks. China. China. Golden China. Knights. China. China. Holy monkey! That China. series is tied China. two to two. It's gonna. It's so exciting. I can't believe I care this much. Yeah, about I these teams. I'm not a fan of the Sharks by any means, but for obvious reasons, I love the Sharks for the simple name. They're from California, and they're called the Sharks, and they're cool. I like cool. the unis. I like their colors. I, I love the teal. I think they look great. Yeah. But the Golden Knights, man, I mean, we've talked about this. They are um, a team of destiny. Great. Yeah, it's truly great. Could you imagine having the Stanley Cup in um, in Vegas? Like the bets going on and like for a first-year expansion team? The ratings. Amazing. The ratings for hockey would be the biggest they've been, like, maybe ever. I think so. And because I think it would be sustainable. Team. Like, you would see more people watch. You'd see ratings go up the next year based on that. It could be the boom, boom. It could be the game. Because China. people I know that don't even like hockey are actually, like, watching the games now. Everyone. Like, a buddy of mine is a comedian that's not even, like, a sports guy is, like, watching the Golden Knights. They're on Wednesday. And you're like, oh, dude, that's cool. China. Like, you're watching that. Everyone's talking about it. Even like the local guys down here were like, and tonight we have the NHL playoffs, the Golden Knights. What a story they are. What? They got what game, a... You know, it's like I've Clark what? called this when they were 4-0 and at home. Yeah, we've called that like eight months ago before like the season started. We were like ready. China. You called it, man. You're like, yo, I don't think they've lost a game at home yet. That'd be amazing if, you know – their home record's amazing because no one can play in Vegas. How and could you? Like, let's keep an eye on these guys. Yeah, China. you can't really play there. It's like saying, hey, we're sending you on a business retreat to get some quarterly work done. It's at the Playboy Mansion, <laughs> and you have, a, you have a suite there. Let's see how productive you are. And you're like, I didn't do anything. I'm sorry. Of course that's going to happen. You're in Las Vegas. China. You're going to like want to go gamble. It's in the air. It's Sin City. But this. It's just like this weekend, man, when I'm going to Little Rock. China. I fly in. I get in at like 2 o'clock Saturday afternoon. Then we have dinner at 6. <clears throat> and then I get to like go to like With like the, the regional bar. manager kind of thing? That kind yeah, of dinner? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. No, you know what? It's actually kind of like a party. It's like a Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, okay. So, so that'll be fun. But like. Bring your leaf blower. I see these people twice a year. Like, you know how that is? Everybody's like a raging alcoholic in like two drinks. People are smashed. Oh, yeah. And then I have to be up at 8 in the morning, Sunday morning, for team building and um, breakout sessions. Oh, uh, breakout sessions. The only thing I want to break out is this bottle of Jack and a gun. I'm fucking depressed. The only breakout session I ever have wanted to live through was the one in 10th grade on my face. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was, I was just going to make an acting joke. I got a conference this weekend at work, a three-day expo, where I'm going to be up at like 536 every day in Pasadena. Oh. 
doing this bullshit, no. man. It's so I'm glad that you're doing it, doing it too. I, yeah. I feel oh like my gosh. sympathy pins. We'll have um, stuff to come back and and make fun of ourselves about. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But those those breakout sessions though are the exactly. worst Monday. because whenever I hear breakout sessions, I feel like here's what I hear when I hear breakout sessions. You're gonna get in groups groups that you're not picking with three others and come up with the best idea based. I'm like, no. Everything in my ADHD wired brain is against this. You need to be your own creative self. Enough of the breakouts. I don't want group discussions. I don't play well Zach with others unless we're not doing the rules Zach that you're telling me to do and doing something fun on our own. Then it's great. But Zach enough of the breakout sessions. We're not in college anymore. Stop it. Don't yeah, right. Tell but, me to go paint a picture that you want to see. Oh my gosh. It won't be what you want to see. Zach right. Mundo. It's not going to be so, that at all. Here's the schedule. All right. <laughs> you got it. 8 a.m. Get breakfast. Get settled. Is that really? Does it say get settled? Yeah, that's Sunday morning. Get settled. Oh, and that's at Salons B and C. Oh, Salons. Not 8:30. You want a perm? You want a blowout? You want a six-dollar blowout? Coming to the Salon B. You want a blowjob? 8:30 to 9:30 sales summit kickoff. Oh, the summit. Please, we're not on a mountain. Hitler's not conquering France. Enough. The logo is like a mountain. Of course, they get a logo designed for this. The summit. What are you doing, God's work? 9.30 a.m. recruitment breakout session. Oh. 9.30 a.m. also client services breakout session. Oh, client services. It sounds like a Thai massage going awry. And here's the part that makes me gag. Oh, no. From one <laughs> to 4 p.m. From one to 4 p.m. Oh, pure sleeping hours. But, dude, from one to 4 p.m., that's three hours. And do you know what we do from one to 4 p.m.? Oh, no. I'm afraid. What it's, do you do? It's the 4DX launch. Oh, no. What is it? Is it going to be some retard in front of a, a poorly lit screen in the back with a terrible PowerPoint going? And next we have – oh, it didn't work. Hold on. And next we have – ta-da! Here's a, here's a Google image saved. If I hear streamline more than 80 times, oh. my head's going to explode. I'd rather hear synergy and fall on the sword more than that. Hey, you got to fall on the sword with some synergy. Oh, close. How to close more deals in this market. Guess China. what? You close deals in every market the same. Oh, yeah. You kiss ass and you, you, you oversell. Close before and it starts. You overpromise and, and underdeliver. <laughs> Underperform. That's how you do it. I do that too much. Oh, you have to. I hate when you, your sales are slow and they go, oh, and they go, uh, China. uh, we need to talk about the numbers. I'm like, all right, calm down. It's been busy. We'll make them up. We always do. Let's talk about the numbers. My dad hates that too. He's like, yeah, we, you can talk about them, but I'm out there making them. So let's just like, you know, it's going to be up and down. That's the way life is. Dude, my manager called me Monday. China. And he's like, oh man, you know, like, what are you hearing out there? Like, what's going on? You know, the big man's really freaking out because it's so slow. And 
And I go, well, tell him it's like the stock market. Sometimes it sucks, sometimes it doesn't. And right now it does, so who cares? Let's just wait it out. It happens right. all the time. It does. It, it goes, if, if for China a year patterns. things are bad, there's Talk a problem. Patterns. But if for three months there's not a, there's, it's slow, okay, that's life. Right. You know? Dramatic that's, change. I understand that. I'd be like, hey, look, I know you're trying. It's been like a couple months. You know, let us know how we can help you. You're, you. You know, here's the tools to empower you. That's it. But after a year of no sales, it may be a problem, but like a couple months, you're, I guess the biggest pet peeve of mine about that whole thing is uh, we're two grand below what we were at this time last year. I'm like, yeah, last year was also a year ago and things are different and like – right. Years aren't the same every time. You know, I we also had Obama it. last year. We don't anymore. Like, like enough. Calm down. I hate it when people are like, we're under budget. I'm like, well, then you're, 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 you're guessing sucks. Right. And they usually come from the people that make more than they really are qualified for. Mm. Usually the lifers that squeezed in at the right time. Mm. And then, and then by 60, they're still holding on to that. And they're like, Let's talk the numbers. It's like you would be homeless if it wasn't for this job because nobody would hire you at this age because you're oh a dinosaur. God, that is true. And you that... go home and swallow your muffler. <laughs> Morbid. I don't care if you oh bite it. Use some teeth. I don't care if it bleeds. I have health insurance and I'm qualified for disability. Is that a gray hair? I don't care. Keep doing it. What? What? Are, what? Ah, there was sports. John, we got to get uh, Jacquer and uh, John Ollie on here. And maybe yeah. Biscardi, too. <laughs> Biscardi scares me in that situation. We definitely have to have him on. But I'm afraid he'll be yeah. like, well, the thing with the black guys is that I'll be like, oh, all right, okay, all right, like, all right. Listen, right. I understand you people. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid of is like, look. John, Jacquer, I know you're two of the good ones, but and I'll be like, all right, we're gonna. But it'd be funny. I feel like that should be a live I session. I know you guys are the A, not, yeah, right. not the ER. Not the ER. By the way, I want to pitch something before we go. Is I want to do a live Facebook Q and A one of these days, like just on even if it's on chat, where we just live stream something, saying, "Hey, ask us any question in the world. We'll get into it." And we'll have a bunch of friends in there, like start the questions to keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. But that shit hits people on Facebook, like those live streams. I know. And it goes to like every inbox. It's crazy how much they like hit people. Uh, is there a way that we can do it like this? Like it would appear like this? Yeah. Yeah, there's a way. I think it's just a little. A, a little simulcast. Tink- a little simultinkering cast. A little yeah. simultinkering. Yes, a little tinkering. Yeah. By the way, the room you're in right now looks different. Nose job. What do you think of my nose job, guys? No, it looks good. <laughs> it looks great. It's it's a, it's a pyramid. So anyway. For those listening, you can't see. That's good stuff. You can tweet us. Snaps. At the Underscore Podcast. From the gentleman in charge of playing baseball roulette, Mr. John Hassinger, to the man in charge of drinking a fifth of vodka and playing Russian roulette. Morbid. Matthew Clark saying, thank you so much for listening. Check us out for I- on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. This is Nerd 30. Sugar pop, sugar pop, rocks and pop. You don't stop till the sweet beat drops. 
But to know that that's such a learning curve that they can't tap into, it's why it's funny when I see my brother on there posting pictures of him like doing ecstasy at like a, like a trap party or something. And I'm like, Debbie Pacini is not seeing this. My brother-in-law smoking a huge blunt at like five in the morning, like in college, well, supposed to be in college. I'm like, wow, Snapchat is the one place parents can't find because even if they find it, they don't get it. They can't it's a safe it. haven. They're never going to go on it. I mean, you could post a video of you shooting a guy in the head and be like, no one's going to find me. It disappears. Totally I mean, that's true. terrible, but it is funny, though. It I'm is glad funny. I just recorded that because that's good, that Snapchat shit. That is good. It is like the haven to avoid parents on social media. Oh, while we're living in, let me tell you.